run at it shouting. Dooski says, run at it shouting. Um, so without further ado, uh, would you like to just sort of tell us how you came to casting, Rebecca, and then I'll shut up. Yeah, no, of course. I can't quite believe that I've actually been in casting since 1998 because I was in production before. So I was a runner and a second, third AD, second AD in film and TV. And I thought, I don't want to do these really, really long hours anymore. And what, what do I like about being a second AD? And that was casting the background artists. So I thought, oh, how do I get into casting? And I just rang the casting director who was casting the latest job that I was working on. And I was very lucky she needed an assistant. And that was back in 1998. And then I've been working for a number of casting directors and I worked for a lovely casting director called Di Carling for 10 years. And then November 2011, I set up my own company, which means that in next month, I'll have been doing, my, doing having my own company for 10 years. Can't quite believe it. <laughs> Incredible. It's amazing. Perfect. So uh, shall we crack on? Um, so guys, start sticking your hands up. Don't be shy. Hey, lovely. Perfect. So Emma Mars first. It's Hi, it's so nice to meet you. How are you? Very good, thank you. Um, yeah, so one of the questions I wanted to ask was, what type of headshots do you like to see? Because I'm just about to get my first professional headshots in, I think it's the 3rd of November. So I'm just wondering, yeah. I think more and more I do like to see a coloured, um, yeah, a headshot with colour rather than black and white um I think it's you get to sort of read the person more clearly um yeah. I just want it to look like you so that's the only thing I, I'm not a fan of lots of hands um, oh, yeah. so kind of yeah try and keep your hands sort of simple um so I can see as much of your face not too arty so that it's sort of you can't you know I just want it to be you know a representative of you yeah I mean that's not necessarily very helpful but (laughs) (laughs) oh it is um do you do you potentially like it when because I've been told that I could maybe do a headshot to suggest period drama look but not no don't do that at all um I've got I quite strongly feel that yeah. you look like you and I could cast you in a period drama as you are now looking at you now I don't need to see you in a bonnet or looking particularly <laughs> for me to think oh she's going to be in a period drama so yes don't do that that's very don't do that yes I'm, and wh- while I'm on the subject so don't also go and spend any money on a showreel to show to make a period drama you know there are showreel companies I'm sorry to them yeah. don't spend your money making a little film that is a period drama because they're often not well enough you know the quality the production qualities aren't always brilliant and we don't casting directors we don't need to see you be in a period drama to cast you in a period drama we don't need to see yeah. be a villain to cast you as a villain in the same way you don't need to see you be a policeman policewoman to cast you as a you know someone in, in the police Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I will do that then. Um, also, there's another thing. How do you like being contacted 
through through email. Do you like do you like being sent self tapes, backstage links? Probably not um, unsolicited self tapes, just because we just don't I just don't have time to watch them all. Um, yeah. So I would say really um, email, not through social media, but email casting directors when there's something to say. So I've got a new headshot. I'm in a theatre. I'm in an episode of I'm in an episode of Doctors. I'm doing a short film. I'm doing. There's some reason, you know, that I've got a new agent, or there's just some reason that you're writing, ideally. And don't write too often because I think yeah. I don't realise how much casting directors remember. We remember you. We know you. We know you. Yeah. So there are some, you know, some actors who go, oh, here's my update this month. And I'm like, I don't need you to update me every month. I know who yeah. you are. You can get sort of actually get a bit annoyed and bits of like, no, yeah. oh, yeah, stop it. I know you. But I can understand, yeah. I can understand as an actor, you, you're not sure that people know you. So you want to tell, this is what I'm doing. This yeah, just to make sure, yeah. Yeah, we know, we know. We <laughs> well, right, thank you so much. I'll send you my new headshots in a month then. Yeah, <laughs> get them. Do that. That's perfect. Thank you so much. Daisy? Oh, hello. Hi, Rebecca. Nice Hi, Daisy. Hello. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, thanks for doing this. Because um, I know you don't do many Q&A, so it's really exciting. Um, so kind of actually leading on from that, like... I've got, I'm just aware sometimes I've got a theatre show coming up and it's kind of like more comedy based and like multi leads and stuff like that. So when someone does kind of more drama TV, is it still, should we cater our invites to like what that casting director casts or is it just? I really wouldn't, but I wouldn't worry. No, yeah. we get a feel of someone. And, you know, so quite often if you go and see an, an actor in a play, in a comedy, you know, sometimes you meet them afterwards, I suppose more often than not, if you're invited by an agent, and then you get to see that person who might be very different to what they've just, you know, what the performance you've just witnessed and just watched. So I would say yes. I mean, if if there is a casting director and you're doing comedy, who does a lot of comedy, there's no harm in saying, you know, look at me, I'm doing comedy. But at the same time, if I, you know, I would still go and see that and it wouldn't say I wouldn't go oh no I'm not going to see that because I'm only casting because yeah, yeah. I'm as a casting director I'm always I don't know what I'm going to be casting next it might be a period drama it might be a you know a modern day thriller it might be a comedy I, I would like to cast all those different genres so therefore yeah I could just keep I just want to keep learning and keep knowing about actors so yeah thank you so much Sean Hello. Hi, Sean. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good. Um, yeah, so I have two questions, if that's okay. Um, I wanted to ask, actually, because um, I know you've casted period things and you've also casted modern day things. Um, so I wondered if there was any um, difference in the casting process when you're casting things like Call the Midwife compared to the modern day things that you cast. Not really, not really. I mean, no, <laughs> not really. I mean, you get a script, whatever it is, and you read it, and then your ideas start coming to you, and then mm. you 
and then you do sort of searches on Spotlight, and then you um, you send often you send breakdowns to agents, and you have their suggestions. So you have a sort of mix of people you've thought of that maybe you've seen in theatre or that have just come come to mind, and then people that um, have been suggested, and then you do your search as well if it's something a specific. Sometimes if it's an accent that you're looking for, then that's you, you sort of you know you can narrow your search on Spotlight, and then basically we just flicking through little little tiny headshots and, and just sort of alighting on people's faces and that's a, the question about the headshot because it doesn't because one you know you might we might go oh yes yeah, Sean oh yeah she's perfect for that because that's mm. the script you're reading at that moment mm. um, but it but that doesn't mean that I've thought looked at you and thought no not a period drama or not it's the it's the character that I'm sort of looking for so okay yeah yeah and um thank you my second question was um i just wanted if you had any advice for a recent um drama school graduate um who is eager to get their first professional credit in the industry yes it's tough it is tough out there um i would i would write to i would write to casting directors i think if you're in you know you're you're new out there there's that's a reason to to write to people um and i in the past i think we've been a bit casting directors have been a bit um what's the word oh, i can't think sort of wanting a sh wanting a perfect show reel yeah. wanting something oh yes i want to see it just you know professional um professional credits put together very nicely um and i think now we don't need to i think the pandemic has changed things i think that you don't need to do that as much so as a young you know I know I said I don't send myself tapes but at the same time you could do a little monologue to, that you film on your phone smartphone or a get a maid to do a duologue and you could upload a little little film to, to your spotlight page and I yeah. just for me as a telly mainly telly casting director yeah. seeing someone talk and move is really important mm. so I do think showreels are important but it doesn't have to be a perfect showreel mm. but at the same but at the same time just keep it you know as natural as possible as natural as possible and try not to do a piece that has been made sort of well you know so famous by like Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Fleabag you know you might go oh that's a great monologue but it's just too I, I say this to you know when I go to mm. students at drama school and say if you're doing your end of year showcase and monologue don't choose something that's too well known yeah okay thank uh, you Charlotte hi Rebecca hi there hi Charlotte Thanks for doing this. Um, actually, just following on from something Sean said, when you said you send the breakdowns out to agents, is it normally a specific group of agents that you favour or do you send them out to most agents? I will be honest, I don't send them out to every single agent because I don't actually know every single agent. So I have a sort of policy that if an agent gets in touch with me and says, this is who I am, this is my list, then I will. Um, so, but I don't send because I think actually now on Spotlight there are quite a quite there's so so many so many. But I don't have a specific. I I always send it to my list is still huge. It's just not to every single every single agent. Okay, yeah. thanks. My actual question was to do a self tapes. 
You know, the reader, how important is it for the reader to be sort of okay, if you know what I mean? Like, for instance, my husband's done a few with me and he's pretty poor, <laughs> but it's very kind he's done them with me. <laughs> so I just always wonder how important it is or how, does it annoy you if they're really bad? <laughs> no, it's quite funny sometimes if they're really bad and you just sort of actually, your heart goes out to the actor, you go, oh, you know, kind of, you know, personally, I sort of quite love love the actor because of what they're, they're still acting amazingly even though someone <laughs> is really badly reading in I think you'll find there are probably quite a few casting directors who read in very badly anyway so um yeah if, if you you know in an in-person casting session um I I don't the worst thing in a self-tape is having no one so I'd rather have someone who's not very good then have an, you know, because sometimes we have them and obviously the, the lack of time. So you have an actor who's reacting, but there's no voice. And it's, I find that very disconcerting. So I don't really like that. I'm married to an actor um, who will not ever do a tape with me because he won't, it would just be a lending divorce. But <laughs> he is now away because he finds the pressure of having someone reading in and feeling that you've only got a finite amount of time um, and that if you go wrong and that she gets stressed. So what he does now, he's got an app, which I can't remember, that probably you could look it up, where he reads the, the offlines. Yeah. So then he, I mean, he's quite good at editing it in. So then he, so he, he, he has that playing. So he's, but he's therefore acting to his own pre-recorded voice but actually he's you know he's actually just got a tape having done it that way I mean got a job having taped that way and he just finds that great because he doesn't have the pressure so I sort of yeah yeah you don't have to have someone really really good in that that's the short answer brilliant <laughs> thank you very much thank you Monique hi Rebecca hi Monique hello hi oh my god sorry my signal's a bit Oh, thank you. <laughs> They're a bit out there, aren't they? Um, my question is, what makes you remember an audition? Um, yes, well, you, you'd want the good answer, that if someone's really, really good, as opposed to remember an audition because it was really... Awful, really yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, mainly if, if, someone's, if someone's good. And quite often that you'll meet you know actors either a tape or when let's hope we can go back in the room when you meet people and they can do a really really good tape and you'll remember them but they didn't get the job but they were really really good so you just you you remember them I think it's someone it's the same with tapes it's something someone where you just feel that they're really alive and they're really listening and that there's a real yeah it just feels natural and of of the moment and spontaneous that that you know the conversation that you're having is happening at that moment as opposed to something that and that's the problem with self-tapes I think some people if you do too many so yeah, you keep doing that client that actually that you know if you did 20 you'll probably look back and actually number three is probably the best um, because it's not because I think after a while you, it gets a bit you lose that spontaneity oh my god and what you said you end up bloody killing each other after a while as well don't you doing it a family yeah and do you often bring in people if you said they're not right for that role would you bring them in for another project if you've oh, seen them and oh, absolutely absolutely and sometimes we've just had um an, an actress on a show that I'm casting and she did a really nice tape 
um, and didn't get that part. And then we just offered her another part coming up later. So yeah, it's always, there's always the possibility that it will. And we didn't have to get her to retape. I just said, what about this person who taped for this? And then, yeah. Uh, nice. yeah. Thank you. All right. How do I meet myself? <laughs> I can do it, don't worry. Uh, next, we've got. My Chris. God, you're stuck with me now, right? <laughs> there we go. Hey, how are you doing? You all right? Hi, Chris. Hello. Hi, yeah. Uh, um, a couple of little questions. First yes. of all, uh, oh, thank you for doing this, by the way. Brilliant. Um, when you get a self tape, um, sometimes if it's a nice juicy role and there's lots to do, I find that easy to get into and go, great, I can make choices. Sometimes I'm getting self-tapes for literally two or three lines. Oh my God, they're so much harder because you don't know what's going on. Any advice? So, it's so hard. I just, oh, yes, I feel, I feel your pain I, I, because I know how hard they are. Um, I would just try and, I know it, it is really hard. I think often I don't like too many takes of a part, you know, it's just sort of make that choice, stick with it. I think sometimes if the, if it's a small, smaller role, it's worth trying a number, you know, a couple of, couple of ways of, of playing it. But ultimately just try and be as natural as possible and not, it's the, it's, when it's small, the tendency is to overplay it, I think, because you're trying to kind of, oh, I'm gonna, you know, want, this role to kind of really stand out and I think often that's you don't we, we just want someone to be as you know nat natural as possible and actually almost throw it away but it sort of I think that sometimes feels a bit counterintuitive but yeah I don't know if that really helps apart from me just going I appreciate that it's difficult <laughs> I think it does I think I think what you're kind of saying is the idea of just don't try and do too much just yeah. if it is two lines just do the two lines show that you can deliver it without a song and dance I guess yeah, we did have. I had um, a young act, a young a part where the it was a young soldier on something, and they bas basically had one line, something like "The army has left for the for the summer." That was the line. The army has left for the summer, and a couple of the actors were really sweet because they did a sort of mime. They were packing up and doing something, and one one had a little was humming, and I thought, oh, that's really nice. Um, but then a couple just because it's that one line really went for like some kind of melodrama melodrama and it's just like oh no please just you know please no just throw it away just throw it away you've I, you know we love the bit I like a bit of you know that bit of extra was really sweet so I've really thought about it but yes throw it away <laughs> well and one very uh, small one a bit of advice on what to do really um, lockdown came just as I very luckily I got a nice part in a feature film which was going to come out over here, it hasn't. It's come out over in America, yeah. but it's not over here. And I want to tell people about it, but it's still not being released. And it's it's getting on forever now. I'm like, is this ever even going to happen? How can I let casting directors know I've done this without without it not being out? It's really frustrating. I completely yeah, I completely understand. Can you in the uh, spot in your spotlight page, you now can say about me. You could maybe add that you in there that you've you know as a sort of you know that it stands out I don't really I agree I, although it's frustrating I don't know that it's worth writing to casting directors if they can't actually in a film but um, it's not out yet you know it's a bit... yeah you might have to just wait I'm really sorry more more do you know have you any clue when it's going to no, no. 
I think they lost so much money because it was released in America and then lockdown happened and it got shut down quickly. It's gone to Amazon in America, but not to Amazon over here now. So, oh, and no one's no one seems to know what's going on. So I don't want to start going, hey, look at this footage if it's not been released over here yet because I'll, I'll get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. That I was going to ask is is there someone that you could say, am I allowed to? You know, am I allowed? No, it's annoying. Here and I'm, I'm holding on to it. <laughs> oh, never mind. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much tonight. And also that app, everyone, uh, Line Learner. I've got it. It's brilliant. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, Line Learner. <clears throat> nice. Thank you. Annabelle? Hello. It is off mute. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Um, just two little quick questions. Um, one about if... If we see your casting for something in particular, it's similar to the email one, would you be up for, if, if we sent an email being like, with our spotlight and being like, oh, I'd love, not I'd like, not like, oh, I'd love to audition for this, but just putting putting yourself out there, or do you think that's just leave it to the your agent or do it both sides? Do you think so? It's a, a different, it's, <coughs> sorry, it's a different, it's a slightly difficult one, again, because I, I sort of feel, for you, but part really, I would say that if your agent has suggested you, I would leave it to the agent. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, occasionally I don't mind, but mm. quite, but quite often it's you feel like yes, I know, and I've seen, I've seen your, I've seen that suggestion. I know you've been suggested. Mm. Um, so I would say, you know don't but if your agent hasn't suggested you then that's a that's a different that's a different thing yeah <laughs> so if you find out from your agent oh have you put me up for this because I've heard you know and if they said oh yes I have then leave it but if they went oh no I haven't then yeah go for yeah, it have to do it my own way and also just quickly on um show reels so I've got my show reel from drama school which yeah is, I've only recently graduated but um it's made in Dagnum so of course it's it's more of like a, a period piece. Yeah. Um, do you would you recommend also maybe filming a more contemporary one, more of like a modern one? Just because I worry that maybe because it's the only one I've got on my spotlight at the moment. Well, um, yes, yeah, you could, but I mean, don't you know exactly? Maybe just do a little, yeah, a quick monologue or or sit on a bench with a mate and do a do something that's you know a more modern but there's no I wouldn't again see you in that main dangling and go oh well she couldn't do a you know a modern day piece because she's only done that so no but at the same time it's, yeah, you could have a, a play around and see yeah and adding in your own monologue would be perfectly okay as well from a different from just like a filming is, into a monologue from my personal yeah from my point of view yes absolutely Okay, brilliant. Well, thank you very much. Thank um, you. You just to say, because on Spotlight now, you can put things separately. So you don't have to create a reel because that might look a bit weird if you've got something that you've taped yourself alongside um, something that's more professionally done. So you mm. can do it like a, as a separate, you know. Separate video. Separate video. And then it's, yeah, it's not like you're trying to make a sort of reel, but it's something that we can go click, you know, click. And yeah. I mean, I'm, a, you know, just, I'm sorry, because we do just, whiz through things so we look at things very quickly yeah but it would be good to have that it would be good to have something um modern but it's not you know it's not essential 
Yeah, definitely. And just really quickly, um, on finding out, maybe I see a project and wondering who's casting it. Sometimes, would you just recommend like IMDb or finding out exactly who's casting a project? Or who would go? Yes, I mean, because, for example, Call the Midwife, I'm no longer casting it because Sophie Parrott, who works worked with me as my assistant, I passed it on to her. And that's the thing, because a lot of people will think, oh, yes, she's casting Call the Midwife, and now I'm not. But um, not every time. It's not always on, on IMDb, I know. I mean, even I look, I go, oh, who's casting that? I, I can't even find out. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a waiting game almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. No worries. Ryan? Oh, hello. Um, you cast my mate Jimmy in uh, Jimmy Fairhurst. In, oh, uh, I love Jimmy. There you go. And you did, I'm mean, just talking about what you said about headshots. Like, Jimmy has got quite short hair, not much of a beard, and you made him look beautiful. So, uh, <laughs> that was a great job. Do you, um, do you ever go to like film festivals, or if you've made a short film? Would... I've been, I have been to short film festivals, yeah. Which ones do you kind of prefer, or do most cast groups go to? We just could have got whatever. I mean, I went because I did. I mean, to be fair, it's because I was involved in casting one of them. So we went, there was a whole um, festival in East London and I went and they were, it was really, really good um, just to see because quite often in short films, there are, you know, lots of lots of actors that you, you quite often that you don't know. So it's sort of any opportunity just to see as many actors in, you know, in, in quick succession. So, yeah. Cool. Um, and how do you go about finding uh, a casting director's assistant sometimes you know, sometimes they have it on the website sometimes they don't what's the best way to find out um yeah I mean don't I mean you know don't worry too much because you can always write dear Rebecca Wright and team or you know whatever and find it to the general office at which is what most you know my assistant has her you know she's assistant at Rebecca Wright casting but if you did it to the office at then you know then everyone gets it it is not always I mean actually quite probably Twitter is probably the easiest space because lots of lots of you'd have to do a bit of sort of searching but quite often through Twitter you, you'll find who 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 are the assistants cool awesome thanks very much Lorena thank you hi Rebecca nice meeting you hi Farina. I want to ask you something. What do you suggest for people who don't have an agent right now? How can they contact you? And do they really have a chance to actually get seen by you if they don't have an agent? Yeah, yeah. Because as I said, one of the, we all, I will always, I won't ever just rely on agent suggestions. I will always do a search um, for what, you know, whatever it is that I'm looking at. And then I will do, and it, you know, it's, there'll be like sort of, hundreds and hundreds of pages and you start this you go oh my god okay no I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and then you kind of yes you go through so there is always a chance and I've cast I've cast quite a few people with who haven't got agents I would never not cast someone because I haven't got an agent thank you so much so sending you an email with our details yeah that would yeah that's fine absolutely thank you so much Ella hi Rebecca Hi, hello, hello. Hi. I wanted to ask you a question about um, you and, you know, what your favourite part of casting is and maybe what your least favourite part, and if you have any, like, casting pet peeves or anything that's an instant kind of turn-off. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, my favourite my favorite part of casting is always casting someone who's new or hasn't, or someone who, not necessarily new, but suddenly they've had little parts and suddenly giving them a bigger part, or someone who's 
yeah or a new you know new drama school leaver or, or just some someone giving someone the chance who's not had that chance that's always the the best best job the best best job um I love that my my the worst side of the job is pleasing a myriad of execs because I think that's what um it's not you know I've as a as a casting director I can bring in the actors to you know get them to tape come in to meet um but it's very frustrating when we have so on the latest job that I'm working on we have with <laughs> there are so many producers so there's um um there's probably about eight producers and directors and myself there's probably eight of us but then you've still got another layer of execs then you've still got the broadcasters and it's just that's really frustrating and then I'm doing sort of you know there's someone that I like and then an exec will go oh no we don't we don't see it and you're just like that's really annoying and and you have to pick your battles about which which character you're going to fight for and is there anything when it comes to tapes like do you watch every tape beginning to end or do you kind of make a decision within the first 30 seconds no I I'm a bit I will watch every tape because I feel if an actor's done it then I should absolutely watch it um the only thing that I'm not for me so I can tell anyone who's sending me if they send me tapes don't bother to do any chat I don't as in hi my name's Ella and I'm I'm reading for the part of this no no don't do that don't do that um just do a little bit you know like a blank you know a a title page that says Mm -hmm. your name and what you're what you're reading and then just go straight into the into the yeah into the acting cheers thank you so much yes my worst thing is the sort of and also because it's not commercials but lots of actors come and go and they do their hands yeah and the profile and I'm like stop I don't need to see that I don't need to see it just want to see the acting so if they ask for an idea do you think it's better to put it at the end if I mean this is my preference so this is very much my preference always read the emails because some Mm. casting directors are extremely um specific and want you know the video this size they want this this side profiles they want a long you know a full you know full body shot they want this and this and this so I'm just saying what I I want (laughs) but always read the email always do whatever (laughs) is asked for cool thank you so much Holly hi Rebecca how are you I'm good thanks Holly good and um, my question was about zoom recalls I was just wondering if you had any like tips or advice on how to go how to go about doing them successfully I know that's a weird it's a weird thing and I'm in I'm, again I've done a few now and um at one but we had um on a job we had actors who we wanted a sort of chemistry read so they had the side by side um, and so the director was getting them to, you know, because we split the screen on Zoom and then pinned both. So it's great it, when you record, it looks brilliant because yeah. well, basically we got everyone to do side profiles. So they look so amazing acting who are yeah. for nothing. And it's <laughs> on Zoom, you know, really, really, really good. Because I think the eye line is quite a hard thing on for a Zoom. I mean, the my zoom recalls that i've done i hope have been fairly relaxed because i've been with producer and director we've all got oh this we're new at this we don't know what we're doing as well so don't you worry yeah um 
but I suppose there are some others who won't be quite as sort of relaxed about it. Um, I've not really helped you because I don't. Really, I, no, don't that's not, I just think it's sort of yeah, it's a, it's we're all still personally. I think we're all still learning a bit about. Yeah. Do you think it's best to if if a casting director or um, another member of like casting or whoever is reading in for you? Do you think it's best to look at them? Well, you see, ordinarily you'd say yes, but that's the problem with the Zoom. It's like where to, where to look. So I think. Yeah sometimes it's probably better to just stare, you know, you've got, like, I'm looking now, I'm looking at my, you know, the screen, but then otherwise I'm looking at your face. So it's obviously, yeah. when you're seeing me, that's different. So I think the best thing is probably looking at the, the camera, but then, and slightly turning, and then you're not really looking at the person reading in. But yeah. I, I would hope that a director would be able to direct you to say what what is working. So far, though, it seems to have the the castings that I've done on Zoom have worked really, really well without it seemingly too much of a of a problem about where yeah, oh, that's working, good. Actually, it's just the panic of the Wi-Fi going, isn't it? That was when I've yeah. done them. Yeah. I was like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the thing that's not ideal, really. Yes. <laughs> But they're amazing, though. They've helped everyone out in such a difficult time, haven't they? So that's that's great. Well, thank you. That's really helpful. Thanks, Holly. Emma? Hi, Rebecca. Lovely to actually meet you. Hi, um, Emma, yes. My question's quite similar to Florina's. Um, being a self-rep actor at the moment, I send emails to casting directors sort of for something new to say or in reference to something I've seen, a project on IMDb Pro, Spotlight or Backstage. I was wondering if you have any other advice on, you know, someone like me who is currently working as their own agent, what else I could be doing? Well, you sound like you're doing, that sounds like all really, really good stuff. I mean, I would still say if you can get, a, you know, professional of any sort, you know, of work, that would be, that would be great. But like, so look at student films look at where you can my friend um, works at UAL on their film practice course and they're they're amazing films that they that their their graduates make um, and they're always looking for for actors so I do think that's a that's a possibility if you sort of you know keeping your ear to the ground and looking looking up kind of you know it's not ideal you know the money is minimal so that's not so easy but um just again just to get as much sort of you know as workers absolutely yeah I did a short through the Met Film School um the last month yeah through oh, backstage so yeah oh, just doing those kind of things to yeah it's a credit isn't it and um experience and that kind of thing so yeah, yeah. it's really awesome. really good I mean all as actors everyone needs practice I mean my husband's always says that it's really hard you come and you you know you've got to go and do a small part something in some something which is sort of he does he's sort of you know mainly job jobbing actor and it's quite hard it's hard to you know maintain when you've done you coming in to do a tiny scene and you haven't worked for three months and it's you know the pressure the pressure is is on so it's much easier the more you do just because you need need practice and, um, and if there are any other kind of drama groups that you can join and, you know, I would, yeah, go for that just to keep your, it's just to keep your hand in, really. Exactly. And I find workshops really great for that, running a shouting and things like that. So awesome. Just keep cracking on then. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, doing good. <laughs> great. Awesome. Thank you, Rebecca. Is ever. Heather? Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Heather. Hi. Um, I just had a quick question about sort of, you really and sort of what would be your best advice to anyone who wanted to become a casting director 
Um, yes, I think my advice is that you have to decide that you don't want to be an actor anymore. Um, if you're if you're an actor, because I for me personally, I think that it's a conflict of interests. But so, you know, there are some I know there are some casting directors who have actors who are both actors and casting assistants. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a hard one because quite a lot of casting directors seem to go, yes, we want people who've got two years experience and one year experience. It's like, well, how how do you how do you get that? But if you decide that that's what you want to do and you want to become a casting assistant, then if you look at the CDG website, there's a there's actually on there a whole thing about how to how to become a casting director. And also they have a kind of they have posts about um, casting directors looking for assistants. And quite often it's just you just want someone who's, you know, up for kind of just being just being positive, who's who's very good administratively. That's a boring job about casting is that, I mean, not the other boy job. It's not boring at all. But one boring job of a part of casting is the admin. There's a lot of there's a lot of admin in the way of sending out scripts. So so a casting assistant does need to be kind of fairly good administratively. So would you advise if it does sort of specify, oh, we'd prefer someone with like one year experience, should you just go for it in a way if you think you would be a right fit for them? Yeah, I would just go for it. I've just, my my assistant um, had, she'd worked in sort of music with a musical theatre casting director, but only for a short time. And she's just, you know, she's just great. But I mean, if it's, if you're good at Google Docs and if you're good at those things, you will then pick up, you know, if you're fairly computer literate and you can say, I can do this and this, then of course you'll pick up how to use very cast it and various other, you know, it really isn't rocket science. So I would just, yeah, I would just go for it. You know, you Amazing. never know. And then someone might go, oh, do you know, we can't, because actually there's so much work and lots of casting directors are looking for assistance. So, yeah. Amazing. Thank you very much. Gemma? Hi. Um, nice to meet, virtually meet you. Hi, um, <laughs> Gemma. I have two questions. Um, one of them is, um, so I trained as a contemporary dancer um, and have transitioned now into training as an actor. Um, would you say that I should be marketing myself with my experience in dance as well as my acting? Should they go hand in hand or um, sometimes maybe letting the dance go for some jobs? No, I'd say, yeah, all skills, because, you know, as I'm saying, when I do a search, sometimes it might be that I'm searching for adult, for dance skills. So often it's just recently I was searching for anyone who's ever done any opera. So, I mean, I, just, I really would, um, yeah, just, yeah, keep, keep at it and don't, yeah, I think it will be a help. Okay, okay, thank you for the reassurance. Um, the second question was about accents, mm -hmm. and specifically self-tapes that don't, ask for a specific accent so I'm just going to give an example there was one that said you know we're looking for a northern accent but you don't have to do a northern accent for your self-tape would you suggest that the actor does a, a northern accent in the self-tape if they can do one or stick to their natural accent yeah to me that's really a weird I will always be personally I will always be specific I will never leave it up to because that's I've been asked that before you know what accent should I do and I was like well I'll tell you what accent to do because <laughs> that, that seems to me sort of you know yeah so I think that's a bit a bit odd but yes if it says 
you don't I don't understand why you'd say you don't have to do a northern accent in your tape if they want a northern accent I think that's a bit confusing sorry don't know who did that but I think that's confusing but I probably would just say yes do a northern accent okay okay yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool thank you for those <laughs> Simon hi Rebecca nice to meet you thanks for doing this um <laughs> Yeah, hi. My question is just about uh, turnaround times, really, for um, self-tapes. I mean, occasionally it does happen. Uh, it's happened to friends and colleagues of mine that we're asked to do sort of three scenes by tomorrow night or something like that. And you get them. But where, where are you on that? I mean, is it possible to ask for an extension? I mean, I'd rather not ask for an extension, but sometimes you, you, I just feel I'm rushing to get something done and three or four three scenes and I've got 24 hours it's I don't know what your thoughts are no I I, I just think that's I mean my I keep referring to my husband but it's, as an actor it's a good person to refer to but mm, he mm. Got, was getting really frustrated in yeah. um, lockdown with so such little time and so much to learn that he yeah. was actually you know it was really being you know detrimental to his mental health I mean he was really you know not happy. That. definitely yeah um so I really have been ad an advocate of giving actors as much time as possible and you know that the equity and and the casting directors guild have produced this self-taping yeah best yeah. you know Right. right. That's you know, and I would hope that as many. I mean, I will now always give as much time. I mean, there are occasions where you just don't have the time to. Mm. I mean, you don't. You have. You know, you need something back so quickly because there's a, someone's dropped out. You know, there'll be a sort of a reason why a tape is needed quickly. But having said that, I would then only ask someone to do, um, you know, two pages of, you know, so like right. maybe one scene because yeah. I think that's the other thing is that self tapes now are being used, which is, it's just what it is as a sort of um, preliminary round. So mm -hmm. that if it's a pre preliminary round, get an actor to do, do a scene. And then if you really like it, then they could do, you know, another, give them more to do with mm -hmm. more time. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are just the productions just there are so many productions who are just um, they're so last minute with scripts they we're given scripts so late that mm. it's very hard so they're not unfortunately the knock-on effect is that actors are you know are in the in the bad position of having to pull things out of the bag really quickly I mean, mm. I think it would be reasonable for you to say I'm really sorry I can't do it that quickly and ask mm. the question can I have it in later um mm. if they say I'm so sorry, that's not possible. Then you know where you are and you can decide I'm gonna do it or not. But quite yeah. often than not, I think it's, it, my husband's done it. You just say, look, I can't get it in that. And they say, okay, we'll give you another day. Okay. But you can get another day. Or you say, I can do one scene in this mm -hmm. time, but I can't do all of that. I mm -hmm. would try that personally. I mean, I'd, I'm not every casting director, but I am someone who's who's really advocating strongly for more time and less 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 to do and more more time to do it. Yeah. Great, great. One last thing, actually, on the question of related slightly, is um, I always ask for a script, the full script, if it's possible, just because it gives useful context. But I appreciate that it's not always possible to get that. Do you try to therefore give give as much information about the character 
I, in your I, do, I do try and I'm sure yes. sometimes I probably fail in that because quite often there are script and the producer says no we're not happy for it to go out so mm -hmm. just send the scenes but if you don't get any context it's really really yeah. <laughs> it's really tough because you're in you know no you know you know what you've no idea what yeah. you're you know what you're reacting to what's happened to your character earlier so yes. I would try to give as much context as, po as possible but again you know, I don't see why you can't ask that question if you don't, if it's very unclear to ask, cool. you know, to go back and say, you know, can you just give me a bit of context? Sure. Okay. Thanks so much, Rebecca. That's, been, that's great. Thank you. Cheers, Thank thanks. you. Amy? Hi, Rebecca. Lovely to meet you. Hi, Amy. Hello. Hi there. Um, sorry if my internet cuts out. It's been a little bit dodgy this evening. Um, just a quick question. In terms of self-tapes and sending two different versions, is that something that you're you're okay with or you kind of, especially with um, small roles as well, because I'm with kind of going into, I think, like I said, someone earlier said with a few lines, it might just be, um, you're obviously there to serve the scene, but there may be like a few different ways to do that. Is that something that you're okay with? Yeah, I think if it's a small scene, I think you could do it two, three times. I wouldn't do it more than that. Um, if doing any scene more than once, it, there's got to be a very good reason, as in it's got to be really different. And I think sometimes you might think it's quite different and it's not really. So it's got, I think it's got to be really different, like a sort of really different. So really, I would say just make that decision, send the one tape with that. It's just sort of got to be... I can't think of an example now, but um, yeah, something so, yeah. But if it's a smaller part, I think that's fair to do it a couple of, yeah, couple, three, three at the most. Cool, that's perfect. Thank you very much. Babs? Yes, uh, hi, Rebecca. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah. Maybe a bit of a specific question, but um, when agents submit actors to you in Spotlight, and I suppose by extension, when there's an open call to all actors, do you prefer for there to always be a little comment in the comment box or is it also, I'm a, um, I do also work as an agent and I'm sometimes a bit torn between, do I just say these are three actors that I think are suitable or would you prefer a little note? Um, do you know, that's a good question. Um, what I really hate is if in the note, the, the agent says, fantastic actor because that happens a lot lot and then you realize the agent suggested three people and each person they've just written in the book fantastic actor it's like you've suggested them of course you think they're fantastic that's fine you don't need that doesn't really that is so unhelpful what is helpful which I really like is if I've asked for something specific so if I've asked for someone to be Bristol based or someone to have a, a, a Newcastle accent if on that, because you get the whole sort of just little thumbnails, but with the note, if it says Bristol based, if it says Newcastle uh, born and bred, then I'm so much more likely to click immediately on that person. So if it's a very specific note that ties in with what the search is, that's great. And I really, really like, I really like it. Horse riding. Someone says, yes, horse, because I've looked for someone who can ride, ride a horse. They've written really good horse rider. That's perfect. And if it's but if it's more of a, a generic character in the sense that it's just a personality thing, then no comment is yeah. sufficient. Perfect, thank you. Cap. 
Hi, uh, what's up, Doc? Sorry, couldn't resist. <laughs> Very uh, good. How, how are you? Uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, so, when an international actor approaches you, uh, do you mostly we're told that like when your email should be very short and briefy, uh, don't like go into much more detail. But if an international actor is approaching you, do do you it is uh, is it is it wise that you provide more details about your background and also your language and your accents and stuff? Yeah, that's fine. A little bit, that's fine. Just be aware that if you're emailing, that there's not too much of a massive block of text. And I know that sounds like a you know map but sometimes there's something about emails that are very off-putting if they're just you just see this massive block of text so be, there's lots to say just try and kind of you know spread it out into line so it's easy to kind of see you know there's a little you know there's a little bit of this is about me but sometimes you get like a sort of massive monologue almost and you can't you know it's just too too much so what's the best detail that you need to provide as an international actor well, no, it's just as you said, it's a little bit, this is me, this is, you know, this is where I live, this is what I've been doing. It's a sort of, it's really no, not that much different to someone who was just, you know, not in this sense, in this case, UK based. So it's not really that, I don't think it's that different. Uh, and also, like, if you don't have a professional showreel, you're sending a monologue. Do you prefer a monologue or a scene with a part, scene partner, which is more favourable? I would all personally, I'd always prefer a duologue just because sometimes just to see someone interacting with someone else is more helpful than just someone talking to you in a monologue straight at, you know, straight at the screen. Um, but that's not always easy to, to get that. So therefore, you know, a monologue is, is fine. Um, and I would, yeah, I would try and steer away from doing something that's too theatrical in a monologue. Like, you know, I would avoid, especially if you're sending it to a, casting director of tv and film avoid shakespeare or something that's a bit yeah because i do get that i get actors who say oh i've got oh i've got a piece from hamlet you know there's my monologue and you just think oh no i can't i don't want to watch <laughs> i'll be like no i'm sorry guys but like no i don't want to watch your monologue from yeah from shakespeare it's so done overly done uh <laughs> so also like your uh it's also best to do a short one or is it a long one to so you can show your stamina and also everything that you can do or is it okay short, to do a short short short, short. Uh, uh around five minutes would be good right three minutes thank you thank you so much <laughs> okay that's all folks cheers Kat. diana hello um, so this hi. question, hi, this question piggybacks quite well off that um, because mine is about uh, show real scenes in other language, languages other than English. So let's say you have one, you know, German or you have one which has French accented English. Do you, um, does it help you to have those separated out on Spotlight, as you said, for the extra yeah. themes? Yeah, possibly it does. Yeah, just not because sometimes there are some, some, um, spotlight pages where there's just so many there are two there are like sort of eight and that's a bit overwhelming and then some they've got a show reel and then they've then they've put all the other bits that were in the show reel separately and you're like well we haven't got time because I'm now watched them all I'm like I've seen that that's in there so try and sort of think about about that but yes maybe okay. do yeah yeah either or <laughs> yes. yes okay great okay. thank you Thanks.
That's all the hands. Um, does anyone, oh, hang on, she says. Raya, sorry, Raya, Raya, sorry if I said that wrong. You did it right the first time. Raya. Oh, perfect. Um, hello, Rebecca, thank you for doing this. Uh, my question is really about um, whether it's okay to send you. I, basically, I've done a lot of these self-tape courses to really try and develop my screen skills. Um, and some of them, I think, I think are quite good. Um, so I've created like a Vimeo file, which is has a private link to it, a private password on it, sorry. Um, is that okay to send a casting director as to say, look, I've done some of these scenes, here's a link, and I've like labeled them, you know, dramatic, mm -hmm. lighthearted, comedy, you know, quite basic titles yeah. so that it's really easy to see what the kind of ge general scene's about. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I can't, I think someone asked earlier, you know, can I send self-tapes? And I was a bit like, well, not if they're unsolicited, but it's sort of, you know, it's at the same time, how do you, <laughs> how do you reach people if you don't, you don't send them? And I do look at, I do look at what I, what I do now is that every email that I get from an actor, I click on whatever link it is or spotlight. And then I've got, then I wait till I've got about 30 and then I sit down and I go through them all, but they're all up there. So I haven't kind of missed anyone. So I would, I would actually go and click on that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that sounds like a good, a good thing. Fab. Thank you. Hi, Neymar. Hi again. Hello. Just a quick one. Are there any favorited casting, uh, casting websites you've got um, that you go to like, casting networks i think that's actually just for america but like mandy backstage i friend i only use spotlight okay just yeah because i mean i do get approached by yeah casting networks mandy backstage the stage had one and for me I just the thing is I know actors you're you know you're going to they go oh it's free and I was like well I know it's free for me I'm the casting director but it's not free for all the actors who yeah. are on them but I realized that Spotlight actually doesn't you know doesn't let everyone on so I understand why you would be with Mandy but if you emailed me and then your link is you know you've got a profile with Mandy I would still I would still look at it but I don't yeah. use I don't actively use Mandy oh it's okay yeah, I'm trying to get on Spotlight at the moment, but I've got to have a few professional credits first, I think. Yeah, so it's, so. Yeah, I know it's, it's, it is tough, but I yeah. still think, yes, you could still email people to say, this is, this is me. Um, yeah. You probably have to just be a bit more proactive. I think there, I mean, there are casting directors who do, do, you know, more than I, than I do potentially who do use Mandy. I mean, I know a lot of commercial, you know, casting directors do as well. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. Holly, and probably maybe got time for one more quick one after this one, if anyone's got a burning one. Hi, hello again. Sorry, hello. just a quick one. Yeah. I was just wondering, I know you don't work on it um, anymore, but Call the Midwife is my absolute favourite show, so I just wanted to know what it was like to work on. Oh, it's a joy. It's a lovely, yeah, lovely, lovely show to work on. Just so, um, just so nice because so many women. It's just nice to work on yeah. a show with lots of, yeah. And um, our new Irish nurse that we we cast, that I cast, Megan Cusack, was that was that was a bit mad though because I only just recently met her because we I cast her in in lockdown, so it was oh. self tape. Um, she actually didn't even 
she just for regular she only did a tape she didn't even meet on zoom wow she's brilliant I love her she's great no, right. because I'd seen her at lamb that's it I'd seen her at lambda at her, her drama school um but the other day we were out and so I met her and I was like oh it's so nice to meet you <laughs> meet, meet you yeah. the weirdest weirdest world of casting yeah. people that you don't meet yeah that's strange isn't it no, it's a great it is a great job yes and email I'm Sophie Parrott Sophie Pratt, yeah, I will do. And I've always wondered this, where do you get all the babies from? Ah, uh, not me. <laughs> for his not, me not me. No, they, they have um, the production. There's a special child, um, yeah, um, assistant director who deals with finding and they get in touch with, um, well, there are agencies who get in touch with pregnant women. And to be honest, it's called midwife women. I don't, pregnant women want their babies to be on call the midwife. I don't yeah. think I want my newborn baby to be on call the midwife, but people do. <laughs> And so they say, right, I'm this much, you know, they work backwards because they need so many new, new babies of yeah. pregnant women who are kind of on standby, you know, ready to give birth, ready to give their wow. baby over. That's amazing. <laughs> well, they always make me cry. I don't think I've ever watched a birth scene and call the midwife and not burst no, into there's an, Yeah, there's an amazing Terry, who's the midwife advisor, who's amazing. Wow. Oh, it's incredible. Well done. It's, yeah, my favourite show in the world. So thank you for bringing me so much well, joy I'm quite, I'm quite like it when I haven't cast it because then I can watch it as a fan rather than yeah you know, I don't know what happens in the episodes well, I, haven't, I haven't worked on it it's nice. <laughs> oh thank you and final one Daisy hi again hello um, I also love Call Midwife I actually used to work in Angels and they had the costumes there and I just like follow them around because the costumes are also amazing as well so it's just it, it makes me laugh and cry um but I wondered also because I also because you mentioned the film festivals as well and because I, I also do uh writing and directing for like a short so I've had a few short films at some great festivals um and I always wonder like is it like if I'm writing to a casting director to introduce myself like do they want to hear about that because obviously it's writing and directing but I have also been in my short films as well so I don't know if it's worth saying or not or do you just want to hear about the credits that I've got well I don't know I think if I think why not because I think it shows personally it shows that you're sort of you know you've got you know get up and go and you're doing all this thing that I think wow that's really impressive personally but um and if you've been in them as well that also helps <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna not be in them <laughs> yeah well I think no that's why I think that's great I think that's great personally okay cool great thank you so much <laughs> perfect thank you so much that was amazing I think everyone's like, like on a whole hour I'm sorry I think I probably just talked too much but... no no it was perfect <laughs> I think everyone was dying to hear that so thank you and thank you again to everyone for coming and Rebecca for giving up your time and um, also guys this was recorded so Charlie does this lovely thing on the website where he makes like, podcasts out of all of the Q&A's so this will be available to listen to again if you missed anything um, at some point but yes thank you so much and thank you for giving up your time and thank you for everyone donating to charity it's been wonderful yeah thank yes thank you everyone who did donate because parkinson's is yeah charity you know close to my heart so thank you all and um yes brilliant thank you nice to meet you all thank you guys thank you. Bye. run at it shouting do as he says run at it shouting